97X. Band the future of rock and roll. Welcome to Dong Teeny, episode 110. This is Simone because we couldn't get our shit together to send the script to Aaron in time, and shit's getting real over here for the next few days, so I just wanted to get this bitch out. On today's show, I'm visiting Steffi in Seattle, so we record together while laying down, which makes for a very different dynamic. I can't remember what else we talked about other than Amazon reviews of rubber duckies. So now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington, that's me, and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. How are you, Dong, Simone? I'm Dong great, but you already knew that because mm-hmm. I'm lying right next to you. I'm wow. in bed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Simone's in Seattle. This never happens. We have like one episode a year where we're in the same room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And this time, I, I've never been in Stephanie's studio. She's been in LA the last two times we've done this. But uh, <laughs> this, is, this is much less lower tech, much yes. lower tech than all of the LA studios. This is my bed, and we're lying down. Yes, and she's holding a peep-up screen, which is pantyhose. <laughs> it's blue tights. Blue tights. How dare you? <laughs> around some sort of twisted around a belt, abortion belt hanger. hanger. <laughs> And, um, yeah, she's holding a thing up. My apartment, I have a mic stand. She has a mic stand. And a little mixer. She has an actual mixer. She has a computer. Yeah. She has <laughs> chairs. Yeah. And uh, and last time we had someone come to the home to record us. Dustin. <laughs> Dustin home. came and recorded us. This is also professional theming. I mean, all mine's is cheap crap that I pulled together. It just has the facade of being more professional. But you know what? Oh. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I had to check and make sure it was recording. I, this is I do this constantly throughout the. Yes, okay. this is anyway. stuff I normally edit out. Listener is the the weird pause from Stephanie, and then it turns out she wasn't recording. Or she, the battery died, and she doesn't know how long ago it happened. I save you from all this hell. But uh, this is my life. Anyway, now it's good. Now I get to... I, I, at the beginning of the recording, I was like, okay, do we have battery? Is, is the card... Like, all the things that end up going wrong later, I am now able to supervise it. Yes, headmistress. <laughs> Everything's fine. I feel like... Um, I feel more relaxed than when we did this last year, because last year Dustin was there. Dustin you know? was there. Yeah. And it just, you know, it just changed the dynamic. Whereas now we're lying down in bed, and I'm smoking an e-cigarette, and yes. I feel badass. <laughs> It's so weird to smoke inside because it doesn't do anything. It's just vapor. And um, Simone had a, what is it? A coupon. A coupon. I I say coupon, which sounds really stupid, but that's my accent. But anyway, um, so she just walked in and came out with like an e-cigarette. And I thought that was hilarious. And it's very exciting. Oh, thank you. Because it looks like a real cigarette, except it's heavy like a marker. (laughs) And it tastes like (laughs) menthol. Yeah, I chose the menthol one because ultimately I'm just into flavors. Yeah. This is really trippy. Be able to sit inside. I smoked it in the rental car today, and they are not going to charge me $250 cleaning fee. (laughs) I saw that sticker, that promoting sticker. Yeah, yeah. Very scary. Um, So, what else has been going on since we've been here? Um, I went down to Vancouver because my in laws had moved there. And so we spent the 4th of July there. And it was kind of like going to a red state in that (laughs) we went to the fireworks show and everyone's like, go America. And I saw, you know, a shirt that said, keep calm and carry guns. I know that stuff was everywhere. So that was funny. That was not like a normal Seattle 4th of July at all. And I realized I'm old. Because I was so bored of the fireworks. Negate everything from last week, where you said that you were feeling good about forty, and and I know (laughs) I realized that I'm like uh, I'm so I'm so not excited about these fireworks. I'm like I want to go home and lie down. (laughs) I'm waiting for them to start. Uh, Does that mean I'm old? It might. I'm just thoroughly bored. You're just like an awful person. <laughs> that's, that's a distinct possibility. <laughs> what did you did you do anything for Fourth of July? Well, I was traveling with Quincy, so mm-hmm. that my flight was at 5 p.m. on Fourth of July. So um, I kind of forgot that it was really happening. 
Um, but that night after we went to bed, me and uh, my friends, Brent and Emily, who I was staying with, uh, yeah, we just sat in the backyard around a fire and drank beer. And that's a good 4th of July oh, that sounds to really me. Nice. <laughs> I want a backyard I can build a fire in. Yeah. That's like camping. Like, that's the best part of camping. Except yeah. I hate camping. Like, But I like sitting around the fire. Yeah. So I could just figure a way to get fire pit on my property. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my 4th of July, and then I spent a couple more days there, and then I drove up here on Monday, uh-huh. and like a big dog, I listened to um, all four Nirvana albums <laughs> on the way You listened out. to all four what? Nirvana albums. Say it one more time. Nirvana albums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's baiting me, listener, to put the R between Nirvana and would end. I think it's so funny. No album, sorry, yeah, because yeah, people with like Australian and British accents, we put an R in between words that end in a vowel and begin with a vowel. So if I just said Nirvana, that's it, I just said Nirvana. But if I say Nirvana and albums, it becomes Nirvana albums. But if you're going to say Nirvana sucks, you wouldn't say Nir- Nirvana sucks. No, I'd say Nirvana sucks. Yeah. Why couldn't I just say Nirvana rules? That's how I feel. You would still be saying Nirvana. You would still be saying Nirvana. Oh, you're right. (laughs) No, I had um, a British coworker who would say, sometimes she would say idea, and sometimes she would say idea, and I could not figure out why she occasionally said it. Yeah. And then I don't know how I I learned, but I was very excited every time. She wouldn't have known she was saying it either. No, she wouldn't. Because I found out because I was accused of saying quesadilla. Let me guess, did Greg accuse you of saying this? Yes, Greg and our friend Lizzie. I said, they said, what do you have for dinner? And I was like, oh, a quesadilla and rice and beans. And they're like, oh, it's a quesadilla. I'm like, what do you mean? I said quesadilla. I said quesadilla. And they're like, no, you said quesadilla. <laughs> and then eventually I, and they said, and you also say kalur. Kalur. I was like, no, I don't. It's kalua. But then it's because I would always say I was getting a kalua and milk. And milk. Yeah. Yes. And so we finally came to the, came to the, uh, figured it out so that was a relief but um anyway once i knew and then there's a whole thing on wikipedia explaining it oh it was on what (laughs) (laughs) it's on wikipedia explaining it i love that so much why do i love that so much i'm not making fun of you i know i don't care okay but it was just funny that in the whole process of this i did it again (laughs) that's so wonderful um Oh, I completely blanked on what I was going to say. Oh, um, we were talking about the word arse and how how Simone is like, just say ass. But she's trying to get me to say it. She's like, I'm saying ass, so you say ass. And I'm like, no, I hear you saying arse. Because I know that there's an R in it when she's she's reading about it. the British spelling, the British spelling. A-R-S-E. Yeah. It's, hang on one second. Can they, can they stop making so much noise? I'm going to wake up. Oh, guys. Yeah. Hey, guys. I have no idea who that kid was that was out in the hall with my daughter. <laughs> Never seen her before in my life. Oh, I do. It's um listener um Karina is over here, and that's her daughter who's just grown a foot since I last saw her. Oh okay. wow. So sorry Karina if you're listening. I then I think I didn't recognize your child. I kind of did <laughs> I hope she didn't wake up. Simone's son, or we're going to be very angry with you. Yes. At least we can scold her on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So where was I? I was talking about... um... Oh, ass. Ass. (laughs) So yeah, so British spelling, A-R-S-E. Okay, but it's like, because they don't pronounce the R, they, we don't pronounce the R, so it's just ass, ass. So... Um, but you think you hear the R. I but hear the R. saying R. So as if it's A, it really is like A-H-S-E. Like how, how do you say H-E-A-R-T? Heart. See, it sounds the same to me. Yes, no, that's, that's, the, that's the problem with the spelling of the word. Yeah, yeah. I fault the spelling of the word. Right. It's like they've treated it like the way they say heart. It's like, yes. well, there's an R in heart, uh-huh. so let's put an R in ass. But but it's really, it should just be A-S-S, you know, yeah. ass. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's why I hate when, when Americans laugh at us and say arse. arse. It just takes it off to a <laughs> place that it shouldn't be arse. But yeah, so with the TV show Bajas, um, Stephanie says barge arse. And I'm like, stop pronouncing the R. Like, you can pronounce the R in barge, but not the one in arse. I'm like, there's an R in both of them. I know. 
My accent demands it. I'm saying, no, you should be saying barge ass. Barge ass, not barge arse. Damn it. Remember when you asked for, for if we had any Onnit's crackers? And I'm like, on it. Yeah. I'm like, Onnit's. She had to, she had to deign to pronounce the American R, and it was fantastic. So, uh, let's get into the, the meat of the show. Sounds good. Okay, well, I remember the first thing. It's mm-hmm. so horrible. Um, so there's this thing. Uh, this was uh, uh, brought to my attention uh, from a listener. Um, uh, and it's too long to explain how they got into it or how they explained it. But they informed me that there is a website of people who... Uh, print out photos of Cameron Diaz and then jizz on them. Oh my god! And then take a photo and then post a photo. <laughs> I wonder if she likes that or not. I'm gonna guess not. I'm gonna guess she's a little part of her is gonna be flattered. Oh, but it would be so <laughs> It would be so, so creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, there's this website and, yeah, you can see all these pictures of, uh, of Cameron Diaz pictures jizzed on. So, yeah. There's got to be more celebrities than just her, right? I think, I think uh, after learning about this, I think we found another one. And uh, I forget who the celebrity was. But there was someone else. Maybe Scarlett Johansson. Wow. But then there was somebody else who, like, they didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who wow. the person was. But, yeah, what a thing, huh? I think I'd be horrified. I, I would be horrified and I'd be happy. <laughs> it would be a weird comment. I'd be very conflicted. Yes, I mean, that's disgusting. That's creepy. Yeah, yeah. But also, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but also, thank you. <laughs> Stephanie's preemptively thanking anybody who wants to do that. <laughs> Someone, two people threatened to do that to my Seattle Weekly cover, but, you know, you know the type of people I interact with, they, yeah. would, they would just say that, and yeah. no one actually did. Although, I did get another boner picture this week that I forwarded on to Simone. It was a clothed boner. But Simone goes, but what a boner it is. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said that is a boner. Oh, I thought you said... No, oh, I wasn't okay. impressed by Oh, it. oh, I thought you were impressed. It could have been a sock for all I could tell. <laughs> and I'm not point. impressed by, by the boner because I'm always... No matter how impressive the dong might be, I'm. it's completely negated by the fact that you sent a dick pic. I know. It's, it's just like, well... Even if you have the oh. most amazing cock, you're a loser who sent a dick pic. <laughs> An unsolicited dick pic. Like, who knows where that's going to end up, you guys. I know. Don't be sending that to people like me. I know. You just don't know who's going to end up seeing it. It's not like in a relationship when people, you know, I think there's some law in some places where if you send naked pictures, uh, you know, between you and your your boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend that you're not allowed to um, to then start sharing them like after yeah. you break up you know like that's like a crime in some places but you know unsolicited dick pic unsolicited hilarious yeah the unsolicited part of it is the most fascinating part because they're just assuming that you would want to see that yep I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that I have a podcast called Dong Teen or anything that would lend itself to people <laughs> thinking that I wouldn't want to see their wiener, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever sent any salient pictures of yourself? Oh, God, no. I don't even, no, I've never taken any. I'm just, no. I, re- I wouldn't even take any pictures, like, on the phone itself. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like the phone could right. be hacked, You know? I, this was it a would long have to time be, ago. like, on film that I developed at my oh, own house. Oh, yeah. And then you <laughs> like, destroy the film yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, have I the dark like, room. Like, yeah, I have to have my own dark room to do anything like that because, you know... Actually, an old... Because even the digital camera, like, you've got to upload it to the computer. Like, it, it would have to be on a computer that is not connected yeah. to the internet. Because <laughs> I just... <laughs> like on... Like on Tim and Eric. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that it has a disc with the internet on it. <laughs> Like, when we first got cell phones, like in 05 or 06 or something, I remember I took a picture of my boobs and sent sent it to David, and he wrote back, are those yours? And I'm like, that's the last picture I'm ever sending to anybody. (laughs) See, that's your taste of sending an unsolicited body part picture. Yeah, to someone who I assumed would be interested, that was my big mistake. (laughs) Are those yours? Who the hell was that? Um, yeah, so, 
Asexuality. What do you know about it? Asexuality. I have been reading about this in my trans education series. Self-imposed somewhat. <laughs> but Self-imposed through your insensitivity. <laughs> deep, desperate insensitivity and utter ignorance. Um, I, when I think of asexual, I think of Morrissey. Because he yeah. says he's asexual, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's really hot. Hmm. So I think of him as looking like super masculine, but I'm, from what I understand, a lot of asexual people don't, you know, they're kind of gender fluid and don't have a lot of particular sexual characteristics leaning in one. Right, because they're just not feeling it. But I need to see this documentary. Yeah, it's so on I can Netflix. Be educated. Yeah, well, what I found interesting, I feel like I've known what it meant to be asexual, which is meaning having no interest in sex or, you know, anything sort of intimate like that at all uh-huh. um, but at the beginning of it they keep asking all these people and people don't really know what it means and I feel like yeah. I've known what it meant like for ages you know because I've always said well, what if they're asexual when you you know when you know someone who doesn't seem to have any interest in yeah. you know I always, I always say well what if they're asexual you know I've said that for years so I was yeah. surprised to know that a lot of people didn't understand it um so, yeah, so the documentary is just about that and this guy who started a group that started with like 23 people and now there's several like thousands of people around the world because even though they're not like trampling on anybody because they're just not having sex with anybody because they're not interested like people still like really there's still kind of a stigma to, a, a stigma about it because people kind of be like well you know they can't relate to that not having yeah. any sexual interest so yeah um uh, yeah, so it's kind of interesting um, just uh, hearing from those people. And, like, there's a, a girl, and this guy, she's asexual. He's doesn't call himself asexual, but he's not really into sex. So they're, they're in a relationship, you know? But then um, this other guy, the guy who, like, started the, the, the group, the online community, he... Um, he just thinks he can have really close friendships and he's in these weird friendships with people like a couple and he's like this third wheel and he kind of live almost lives with them and hmm. stuff like that so he really feels like he can have a type of relationship that's non-sexual you know what's interesting is they have a they have a um uh not a float but they have like a they're walking at pride in san francisco and, um, you know, so a lot of people are sort of like, oh, okay, like they're kind of freaked out by them, you know? Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. really? You're going to chastise somebody else's yeah, sexual, sexual orientation or, or lack thereof? <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, and then this, uh, they try to give their, their, their brochures to people, and then this guy's like, no, I don't agree with what you're doing. Aww, he just kind of like totally blows them off. And That's, that would hurt my feelings. Yeah, it hurt my feelings to see it. And it's yeah. just, especially at Pride, it's supposed to be so yeah. accepting. It's like, no, only accepting of you if you're LGBTQ, but not definitely not A, you can fuck off, you know? Yeah. And they're like, make you feel bad. Not, oh. I'm not saying everyone was doing it, but just that, sure. you know, there were anybody, there was anybody doing that really bummed me out, but, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, but I thought it was an interesting documentary. It wasn't like the greatest documentary, but I think it was just good to just sort of learn about those people and, huh. yeah, how they feel about stuff. But, yeah, it's just so hard to relate to it, you know? Yes. And I think, I guess that's, you know, human nature's, it's your first instinct is to kind of reject what isn't familiar. It's uncomfortable. And you're like, yeah. I don't have a category for that, so I have to, like, push it away. Exactly. Or I think that's the thing because it's not, it's, it's far less common than, than, gay so I think it's mm-hmm. even people are accepting of gay are a bit like what with that you I know, know because like, they haven't look learned how, about they don't know about it yeah the uphill climb for the gay community has been so long coming and they're finally starting to gain acceptance of marriage equality so and that's that's a 10% what is that 10 or 15% of the population oh, is I'm supposed sure. to be gay so if the asexual community is even smaller like think of how much harder that is yeah. for them I think it's like less than a percent or something actually wow. no, I think they figured it was like 1% okay yeah but watch the documentary because I could have that number balls up. But I think balls up, balls up. Um, something happened on the stuff Christian culture likes Facebook page this last week. Uh-huh. Um, so I posted a quote about forgiveness, and I said, "What do you people? What do you guys think of this? How's this land with you?" And people, you know, some people were, most people, I guess, were saying that forgiveness is good or you know has its place. And then this guy named Shane wrote. Um, forgiveness is for pussies and then he explained why he thinks it's for pussies which mm. is fine it's like you can think that um, well several people took issue with the fact that he used the word pussy in a derogatory term and they said and they told him that he was you know you're a misogynist and a sexist and, and he goes you can go fuck yourself <laughs> so I cut 
my this is my gut instinct i'm like good for him he's like standing up to these people who but a lot of people were really mad at me because i i don't because what i did a fucking waste of time what a fucking waste of your feminist time and getting mad at someone for calling someone up for calling them a misogynist oh boy you hate like, all women because he's a pussy like, it's just part of the vernacular you know what i mean yes we need to change the language if you feel that way i fine yeah. i get that i want to keep using the word pussy as you know forever but if you think that we need to change the language fine we don't call anyone who uses the word pussy a fucking misogynist like, i think that, that I, and i told them because i came in and i was like i just want to say that i'm proud of shane for speaking against you know the pack of wolves like, for speaking up because you know let's admit it we're like a pack of wolves and we circle yeah a lot of the time and i'm kind of sick of it and i do think that group thing goes group think goes on here and we're not going yeah. to have it's an echo chamber if everyone agrees and you know just try to just shut people out and they're like so they and they got upset because they go stephanie we know you're a fan of the word pussy and so we don't like that you're defending someone who uses who uses a word that you like and um you know when last week you were talking about how daddy daughter dates was bad yeah i'm like oh i totally get that i go yeah. my daddy daughter dates thing i i never tell anyone don't say the word i talk about the posture behind it and how people don't say daddy son date or mother son date yeah it's daddy daughter date and I go, why do you think that is? It's because of the patriarchy, the the undercurrent of it is why. Because like, if you say so to someone, don't use a word, that's not going to change anything. No. And you talk about their posture under it. That's why I think intent is means so much. Yeah. And so, if you tell someone not to use a word and you call them something they aren't, then you paint yourself as a fucking nut job and who shouldn't be taken seriously. It's like, oh, the person who called me a misogynist when yeah. I'm not just told me not to say something. I better better follow that person's advice. I don't yeah. think so. Like I don't I wouldn't take anyone like that seriously. And yeah. you know, I understand people are upset and I, and I, I had a conversation about this with something something I posted. Um it's about women not having uh voices and getting shut down in conversations and stuff like that. Oh no no it was a it was a post uh, that um Eugene had written about um uh, about uh, the meaning of the word privilege, you know, mm. and and I was just saying because you know oh, yeah. I'm always of the of the angle of you know don't be all accusing and accusing people of privilege and all this because it just gets people defensive and you can't get anywhere with that. And then mm -hmm. my friend said, but people who've been you know subjected to privilege and uh, who've been you know beaten down by it, you know they have a right to be mad and say something. I said that's true too. So it's like mm -hmm. I understand why people are mad, but yeah. you know decide what you want to do. Are you really just trying to blow off steam, or are you really trying to make a difference? If yes. you're focused on making a difference, then you need to rethink your strategy and stop accusing people of stuff. If you're just blowing off yeah. steam, then don't expect any change. You know, I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to blow off steam. Right. I don't know what your story is and what's happened with you, but mm -hmm. it's not going to help anything to just start calling people names. Yes, that's what I said. I go, a And suggestion. that's the difference between your daddy-daughter date. You didn't say don't use the word. Yeah, you just yeah. made an explanation about what the problem is. So if you want to make yeah. an explanation of what the problem is with pussy, do that. Yes. You know? And I said that. I was like, okay, just a suggestion. If you want to try to make some actual change, ask Shane. This is how it landed with me. Like, you, you said that, and I felt really marginalized as a woman, because you're a man. And, you know, this made me feel this way. I'm like, then you can get somewhere. If you're just going to call him a misogynist, yeah. sexist, and, and then he has every right to tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. You don't act like that's, like, an outrageous thing for him to say to you after you yeah. call him a misogynist. Because <laughs> I happened, and, and I, t I said, I have to confess, I know Shane in person. And he's he's um, a single dad who's adopted four children out of foster care, and he's the most wonderful, one of the most wonderful people and yeah. hilarious people I know. And he's abrasive online, and he he's like, I'm perfectly fine with people not liking me online. And I'm like, that's his privilege. Like, you yeah. know, he can go do that. Like, why are you guys, you know, trying to engage him and like talking about how much he hurt you? Walk away. Yeah. And they go, Stephanie, you're victim blaming. And I go, none of us here are victims. You are not a victim of shame. You can turn around and walk away. Does he no, hurt your feelings? Yeah. Examine why a, a stranger that you've never interacted with, any capacity who knows nothing about you, hurt your feelings. That is like, it's bringing up old stuff that you maybe need to sit with or resolve in, in another way. But yeah. like, don't don't come back for more. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Cause that, that, you know, empower yourself and walk away. Yeah. So that's where that went. And I, you know, had a lot of private conversations with people who were, Concerned about the direction that SCCL is going in, that I would defend like, someone. Conversation like day in day out. <laughs> you would think. You would think. Yeah. No. There's maybe one a month. <laughs> but oh, I was on the Friendly Atheist podcast. Oh yeah. How did that go? It was great. He's such a friendly atheist. He's so friendly Unlike for me, being an atheist, right? I don't even think he eats babies. Like, I mean, he probably do. 
so that was fun. So anyway, uh, is yeah, that aired? It's a, yeah, it's aired. So I can put a link to it on Bond. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a nice young man. Yeah, he meant meta. That's how you say it. Yeah, I didn't know either. I was I was listening. He meant meta, and yeah. David would laugh at me so hard. <laughs> he's like, "You're such a cracker." Yeah, Quincy's been looking really brown now that he's been in your household. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're translucent yeah, over here. Because yeah. when he was first born, he kept switching between looking kind of yeah, and white. It was his party trick. It was his party trick. And then he suddenly just started to seem really white. And I'm like, oh, too bad. I like that he kind of changed. But here, he just seems really, he seems starting to seem like dark. ethnic baby. <laughs> yeah, put us in front of the sun and you could see our brains. <laughs> we're so pale. Or sad rubber ducky. Oh god. Next ones. Um, I guess I, I, I want the reviews for that. I will get my phone. Oh, okay. See, I feel like we've been going for ages. I do too! <laughs> Gee, I feel like this has been lasting forever since we're here in person. Yeah. <laughs> Time goes by real slow. <laughs> with Stephanie in person. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh boy. Okay, so um, I had some Amazon uh, reviews to share. <laughs> and um, the item is okay, so Quincy has this rubber duck <laughs> and um, it's kinda it's kinda like dirty in spots, you know, like the the it's got like some staining on it, you yeah. know, so it's not as, as yellow as it should be. So I thought, oh, maybe I can just throw it in as an add-on item, a new rubber duck next time I buy something on Amazon. So then I look on Amazon. Some of them have like bad reviews. I'm like, who the fuck <laughs> 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 <Went> reviews <laughs> rubber ducks? <laughs> but people did. <laughs> oh my god. So this is the three and a half inch classic bath duck by... Uh, <laughs> By Toy Smith, and um, apparently it has uh, doesn't. Uh, it's not up to snuff. <laughs> so Only three and a half stars. Okay, so this has fifteen five star reviews <laughs> and eleven one star reviews. Oh my! So look down the middle. Yeah. Well, I think well, I'm fascinated by the people who would bother to write. I can understand more people wanting to write a one star review and warn people against a terrible rubber duck. But <laughs> the people who then got online. A this is a great rubber duck. What the fuck were you expecting? To me, it's a given. The rubber duck should just be satisfactory. But <laughs> to warn people against a terrible rubber duck. Like, what constitutes a terrible rubber well, duck? Well, I'll tell you. Okay. Sideways floater is the title. <laughs> this duck doesn't float upright. Although my daughter doesn't seem to care, I was pretty disappointed. <laughs> I just thought that might factor into others' decision whether or not to buy. How much, how much was it? Two ninety nine, three fifty, I think. Uh, let's see. This one, not rubber. <laughs> Though this product is labeled rubber ducky, it is not. In fact, rubber. In it says so not. In fact, rubber. And I am getting tired of companies falsifying content information. It is plastic. And though many people may not think this matters in a plastic sense. I do, I don't care if it's phthalate-free or BPA-free because I asked for rubber. It should at least bother other people that it is not what it says it is. Thanks anyway, fake rubber ducky. <laughs> I love how they use the word falsify, like they're falsifying legal documents. I know. Drunk ducky. <laughs> this little guy is cute and all, but doesn't want to stay upright. We called it my daughter's drunk ducky. She doesn't seem to mind, but I wish it worked like a rubber ducky should. <laughs> Yeah, worst rubber ducky ever. <laughs> the level of disappointment I experienced when I dropped this rubber ducky in the tub and discovered that it does not float upright was completely overwhelming. <laughs> wait, wait. The level of disappointment they experienced was completely overwhelming. Yeah. Wow. I nearly committed suicide from depression. <laughs> they said that? Oh, I like this person. I mean, really, who the heck produces a rubber ducky that doesn't float upright? Test, test, test. And more won't stay upright. Beware, this ducky cannot float upright. It's a sleeper. It falls aside in the tub. I nearly committed suicide with depression. Doesn't float. Um, let's see some of these five star. Let's see the fucking boneheads. We had to get a sideways duck a five star. Yep. Um, 
I was looking for a classic rubber ducky for my infant son, and this is it. Rubber ducky, you're the one. <laughs> Ducky, it's so cute. I love this toy. And it's perfect yellow floating body. Thank you so much for supplying me with this duck. <laughs> I don't know if I'd rather hang out with the people who gave a positive review or, an, or a negative review. I know I think I'd rather hang out with a negative review. Totally, totally. Well, it depends on the thing. In this case, I feel like the negative people are just trying to warn people against the bad duck. But the, the honest-to-God five-star people here are just they're idiots, you know. But... <laughs> um, Let's see. Okay, let's see how much this duck is. Four fifty plus free shipping on all yeah, that one. Not, that one you know what? I wish I took a picture now. But today, so um, David and Lolly and uh, Quincy and I went to this wading pool, and uh, there was a rubber duck floating on its side. When I already had this on the document, and I was like, I wonder if this is that duck. <laughs> I couldn't Excuse believe me, it. did you get that on Amazon yeah. for $2.99? Is this a Toy Smith rubber duck? I've read bad things about it's those. It's not even rubber. <laughs> okay, so yeah, those are my rubber duck reviews. I, I really enjoyed that. I thought you would. It's so absurd. I like all your Amazon reviews. Thank you. Do you have any more letters you've written to companies? I wrote to... There's been the chocolate bar. Yeah. Where you told them that you weren't some ham-fisted oaf. Oh, yes, I know. Um, no, there was... Um, let's see. I recently wrote to OXO um, about some problems with their products. Oh, is that how you say it? I don't know. I've always said OXO. I've always said OXO. It's probably OXO. Yeah, I don't know. I should write to them and ask. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I wrote to them recently, but I, um, I wasn't, I don't think I was really giving up my all, so, um, I might have said a few funny things, but not worth reading on the podcast. I was giving my all. <laughs> I don't write for, for an audience, I write because that's just how I write how I feel, which happens to be hilarious. Oh, the sincerity <laughs> of your own heart. Yep. Okay, next we have on the document is the people at the Nirvana exhibit. Oh, yeah. And then the potato salad. So yeah, um, yeah. So yesterday um, we went to um, what does that even stand for? The EMP is it? Experience Music Project. Oh, okay. And people in Seattle don't tend to like it a whole lot. Oh really? Why is that? Because Paul, we think Paul Allen is kind of a dick Who's about Paul it. Paul Allen. He's the Microsoft, one of the Microsoft co-founders who funded the EMP uh-huh. because he's he's a you know <laughs> a computer guy who's obsessed with music and Jimi Hendrix. And so he, like, right. you know, funded this this museum. But it's pretty expensive to get in even still. And, you know, it has... It's just kind of, like, it's inorganic. And, in, you know, people yeah. are like, about it. Not to say that the exhibits aren't, aren't yeah. very interesting and stuff. But um, they feel like it's a little bit up its own arse. <laughs> arse. arse. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so I really wanted to go and see the Nirvana exhibit. Yes, the Nirvana exhibit. Oh, so good. <laughs> it was fun. And had you seen it before? I had not seen it before. Um, I thought it was interesting. Dave Grohl, one of Dave Grohl's kits that they had, he had a floor tom where the rack tom should be. Did you notice that? That I really don't know threw the me. Kit, so I, I mean, I don't know. The hell I don't know them either. I, so it's weird that I noticed that. But I'm like, is it supposed to be that way? Anyway. That was my big takeaway. Right. Oh, except for Charles Peterson, the photographer, oh. was pissing us off. Oh my god, I never heard of this guy. <laughs> His dumb quotes all over the goddamn exhibit. I'm like, I never heard of him. I had no, no pre-existing feelings about this guy. But I guess because he took all these photos, oh. he got to have these comments on what they meant. And this picture of Kurt that I'd never seen before, but according to his own bullshit, it was like some iconic picture. I'm like, I've seen a million pictures of Kurt and I don't not even sure if I've seen this. So I don't think this is like the all-encompassing Kurt picture. But I guess he's kind of jumping on stage. So he says it looks like he's kind of drifting up to heaven. And something about um, uh, when Kurt was on stage, he was always in his own state of nirvana. I'm like, fuck you, fuck you so hard. I was so mad at this. Because I could just tell this guy, his head was so fucking far up his ass, you know. It was popping back out of his neck, you know. But um, anyway, and then I go and read another quote, and then it's about Chris Novoselic uh-huh. um, playing barefoot, and like that it has all this meaning Ooh. and stuff. It's like you're a fucking it's like dickhead. Sanjaya <laughs> on American Idol. 
He performed barefoot. Oh, he did? I didn't. Yeah. I remember Sanjaya, but I didn't remember he performed barefoot. <laughs> uh, I think Chris Mitchell. Maybe that's Sanjaya. who Chris got it from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're both from Seattle. Sanjaya was from Seattle. Well, anyway, yeah, so just kind of, uh, that guy's clothes had this pretension, but I think what I found really weird about it was, you know, like, seeing middle-aged people, <laughs> yeah. you know, walking, like, people my parents' age, um, which I guess is now seniors, and, um, and they're just, like, taking in this exhibit, because it's like, Nirvana's not a, not just a band that exists anymore, it's like this part of history, so people oh. are, like, walking through this stuff, looking at it as some sort of historical thing, and... You know, it's like very different for me because you know I was into it before he died. You know, mm -hmm. so it's like I have this real, you know, feeling in my heart, which is why I listened to the albums. Like I was like, mm -hmm. the first time me driving this drive from Portland to Washington to Seattle by myself, so I'm like, I'm gonna listen to Nirvana like a big dork. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, so just be just surrounded by people who just you know kind of don't get it. But I'm also kind of sentimental like that, like. I, I take these moments kind of seriously. Like mm -hmm. when I went to Wizarding World of Harry Potter in, <laughs> in Orlando, like as soon as you step through into the thing, like the, the music is playing, you know, oh. and I got all choked up. And then I just see all these pink people walking around. I'm like, you don't care about Harry Potter enough. And it's like, <laughs> you just got a blank look on your me. face. You don't care. You don't feel like crying. I feel like crying. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and I got all choked up. And then we were in the ride and getting ready. I, I got all choked up. In the you ride. got choked up when we were watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got choked up when uh, yeah when he reveals the golden ticket. Oh, it's so awesome. <laughs> but that still works for you. Yeah. It was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Only the Gene Wilder version can make me cry. So it's like I, I expected. I know it's going to happen, and it still happens. So. Yeah. Yeah, I took a probably unethical shot of an elderly couple. One man, the man was in a wheelchair standing in front of the Nirvana in utero um, <laughs> body thing that had the organs coming out and yeah. the big angel wings. It was just too yeah. good not to take. Wow. But yeah, so that was really weird to see something that, you know, that had a real, uh, you know, I mean, it was grunge because it was grungy, which is not a desirable thing. It's not something you put in a museum, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so to just have it now, now it's encapsulated in a museum, and later I'm going to come and look at it and try and understand how punk, you know, how punk reached the masses. Oh, you don't, it's the not title punk is so if the masses annoying. have it, right? Isn't that how it works? Like, punk is underground. Like, the masses are well, can't be punk. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, yes, but it's been so commercialized that it just became a style and a, you know, well, punk I mean, isn't commercial. Well, here's the thing. If Nirvana existed originally and they did their music and it was punk, uh, or some kind of punk, and then it got popular, it doesn't change what it was to begin with. You know what I mean? Yeah, I so, But when you sign to a major label, do you cease being punk? But is punk the style of music or is punk the attitude? It's kind of both. Yeah. It's kind of both. Yeah, because there's country music that's totally punk. That's totally like, fuck you. So yeah. if you think of punk as a state of mind, which is probably... Yeah. People have said Neil Hamburger is like the most punk oh, thing out there, with, yeah. which has no music. So right, I right. think it's just it's, it's two, it's kind of two things, you know? Yeah, Joe Strummer always said that it was a state of mind, so let's just go with that. But I, I think of... So I think in that case, they mean the music. Which could easily be taken. Yeah. yeah, and um, Kurt always said that that Nevermind was a pop album. He's like, this is just pop music. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I listened to Bleach and then Nevermind. There's definitely a huge difference there between. Is. The I two. love Bleach. I do too. I love it so much. So I don't like Inutero as much. You don't? I love Inutero. You love it. Yeah. What's your favorite song? Um, it changes, but I really like. Milk It, like the really heavy, well I think at the uh -huh. time I was really into the heavier songs, yeah, so yeah. I really liked Milk It and Tourette's, uh -huh. um, two of my favorites, um, but I also really loved Serve the Servants, because it's got such a bleak sort of tone to it, but then like it's also, the music kind of sounds kind of wacky, Yeah, which I was like, no, 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 you know, like uh -huh. it's just like, it's just got like a lightheartedness to yeah. it, but you know, I tried hard to have a father, but instead I had a dad. Oh, bless you know, his heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's, I just really liked the, the contrast in that song, you know, so maybe that's my favorite. I don't know. I love the whole thing. I love the video. Oh, I need to go back and listen to it. Yeah. I have this thing where if I, if there's a song that I don't like, but if I know someone else that I like likes it, I'll totally download it and listen to it and like it, Aww. thinking of how that person likes it. So that's what I'm trying well, to find out. Let's do that with Late in the Day. I, I, 
I will. <laughs> I have tried that before. I will try it again. I love it. Like, that's the song that made me cry the first time I saw Super Aww. Yeah. Uh, I cried and I got a, a, a soundboard recording and I could hear myself screaming on it. You soundboard recording? You can hear yourself screaming on it? The reason I know it's me... How'd you get the soundboard recording? Some guy, I, I don't even remember how I met him, if it was on like a message board or MySpace or something, um, but he had it and huh. so I traded with him for it or something. Um, and yeah, but the reason I know it's me is because when the song started, I screamed and started to cry. And then like, <laughs> I was like thinking for a few seconds, like, I can't believe they're playing this. And then I screamed again, like, like I was the only one because I was having this delayed um, reaction to it. So on this recording, I just hear this delayed scream. So I was like, that's got to be me. So because great. who else does that scream like, you know, five to seven seconds after everyone else's <laughs> screams <laughs> subsided? <laughs> Cause yeah, because I was at that show, obviously. Yeah. That's so great. You got the soundboard. Yeah, yeah. Sounds awesome. But that was my, the first show I went to, so... Uh, that was 04? Uh, or 03? 03. Okay, because we both saw them on the tour. Is anyone still listening? Sorry, guys. We're devolving into Supergrass <laughs> memory. As you can hear, there are benefits to us being together, and these are some... <laughs> What's the opposite of benefits? Drawback. Drawbacks. <laughs> Penalties. Speaking of drawbacks. <laughs> We're smoking inside like old people. Yep. Okay. Potato salad. Okay. So Greg sent me this because we've talked about this before about Kickstarter campaigns. Uh-huh. And how I'm generally against <laughs> Kickstarter. Against the Kickstarter campaign. Okay. This oh guy, God, someone this. else is doing another Kickstarter campaign. Need to help fund their brilliant project. Okay. Yes. This guy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Kickstarter raises thousands for potato salad. <laughs> that guy's face. I know. But there's no video in his thing. I don't understand where this picture you came have to from. Upload a video. Huh? Uh, no, but if I go to the Kickstarter page, there's no video. That's so weird because Kickstarter makes you load a video. Does it I make thought, you? I thought it was. Oh, well, I didn't find one. I mean, maybe it's because I only looked at it on my phone. But we'll look into this later. Hmm. Um, let's see. Kickstarter campaigns have allowed people to fund diverse projects like video games, smartwatches, and the restoration of historic locations. And now, make way for potato salad! <laughs> Zach Brown of Columbus, Ohio, posted his Kickstarter project with the goal of $10 and a desire to make potato salad for the first time. <laughs> As of Monday morning, more than 1,554 backers had pledged $11,000 for a chance to taste Brown's creation. <laughs> I am somewhat risk adverse. I'm, I am a somewhat risk adverse person. Brown told CNN, "I like potato salad, but I never made it before. I wasn't sure it would be any good." Risk adverse. <laughs> Kickstarter helps people to realize cheap? their dreams, so it seemed like a perfect fit. Kickstarter leather explaining Kickstarter. Um, uh, let's see. They'll host a potato salad party in Columbus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's like something else later where one of the one of the um, rewards is that he says your name while he's making oh. potato salad, <laughs> like for a video. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. With a massive response, Brown knows he's going to need some logistical help in pulling that off, but he's undeterred. So when I saw the link today, um, let's see. I'm inviting the whole internet to a party in Columbus, Ohio. I hope some people will bring potato salad or potato salad recipes. Um, And now there's talk of like putting it all together in a book with various uh, recipes. And um, let's see. Yeah, and there will be a vegan option available. I really want to, now I want to get my potato salad recipe into the book. But um, let's see. I'm going to do a reveal now of how much the Kickstarter is at. So what did I say? It was 11,000 uh-huh. on Monday. Now it's Wednesday evening. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm t- tilting the screen so Stephanie can't see. The potato salad has now reached a goal of $43,000. 1000 dollars in two days. Yeah. Potato salad. Yeah. Let's see, send those down to those Mexican children being detained at the border and put in dog cages, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Way to bring it down, Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. I can clear a room. 
No, the big stretch goal. They're really tearing through these stretch goals. I honestly don't know what is realistic anymore. So I thought maybe we try to double the current number. $3,000. My kitchen is too small. I will rent out a party hall and invite the whole internet to the potato salad party. The internet loves potato salad. Let's show them that potato salad loves the internet. (laughs) Greg was really mad at this guy, but I'm like, this guy's a genius. I like this guy. I know. Everyone's dumb enough to contribute to this, you know? Then good on him, you know. It's, like, oh, it's my dream for my band to play this thing. It's like, fuck off, you know. Struggle like everybody else. Everybody doesn't get to realize their dreams. They have to be good enough. You know, that's part of it that people Seriously. forget about. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, the potato salad. Oh, and then that loves potato salad. Yep. <laughs> so. Um, I think that's right. Oh, I'll add this. Um, listen to Karina, who you just mentioned, uh, the yes. daughter was uh, mysteriously running around your house. Alice. Huh? Alice. And uh, yeah, I just uh, went up to the living room to get my phone to review those duck reviews. <laughs> and she was in there and saw my dress and told me that today she just bought the exact same dress. Get Alice. As, as I did. Well, I want one if there's one still available. I here. guess so, yeah. It's only 20 bucks. Good lord. Yeah. It's so just a good cut. It's a flattering cut. Uh-huh. I don't like that. It's the I problem the with it is. It's good fabric, but it has beige in it, and the label says beige. Like, that's the label. <laughs> like, isn't that gross? That is a gross word. I've always hated it. Beige. It's so beige. disgusting. So I nearly didn't buy it because it's beige, but the cut, like, it's a flattering cut for Yeah, me. So no, it's good. That's why I got it. I'm like, I'm buying a dress with beige in it. I won't even buy beige bras. That's how anti-beige I am. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah, I yeah. Won't, I won't do that either. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the other day I realized I kind of needed one. But I found one that's more of a rose You needed peach. a beige one? Well, no, no, like a flesh-toned one. You need something that's closer to your skin so it doesn't like if you have a really white. white one it sticks out oh, black right. ones stick out but yeah. i found this nice rose color oh that's nice yeah, so that's way better that's, yeah it's like it'll it'll do the same thing as not being a stark white or a black so we don't need beige people. It's like beige computers. I was talking to someone the other day, like computers when they first came out. It's like clearly the designers were all about what was inside with absolutely no yes. design taste. So well, what, what, what color should we make the casing? Uh, how about like, like, like a woman's bra? Oh. Uh, like beige? <laughs> <laughs> like the flesh colored crayola. Yeah. It's oh, so they got gross. in trouble for having a, a Crayola called Flesh being no. like a light peach color. No. Because it's so racist. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so that's some synchronicity that she bought the same dress that you have on now and then she came over to our house. That's right. So <sighs> pretty great. Yeah, right. listener story. Mm-hmm. Well, does that about wrap it up? Do you have anything more to ask? I don't think so. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you all for indulging us. I feel like we're indulged today. I feel like we're <laughs> if anyone's relaxing. listening, I, I feel, feel like very usually, indulged. you know, we're a bit more organized. You know, I'm sitting upright in a chair. <laughs> you know, I feel, you know, like I'm, I'm I'm working for the people. But now I just feel like I'm entertaining myself. I serve society by rocking. <laughs> I'm working for the people. <laughs> Definitely different mindset. You're smoking inside. That's right. The future. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess that wraps things up. So thank you all for indulging us. And uh, please visit dogteeny.com before you uh, buy anything on Amazon and click on the link and then buy your stuff and we'll get a kickback. And um, call the dong line if you have anything funny or entertaining to say or horrifying that's good too 323-301 dong dong is a wiener I got to poke it and I did to say it this time it's so much better oh, dong is a wiener <laughs> and uh, that'll do it so until next time bye Stephanie bye Simone bye
Radio.